gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and uh, you know what? The rest of you, uh, uh, yeah, I got nothing. R- really? Uh, okay. I, I figured oh, you, you know what? something here's, from here's the Avengers movie. This time I'm going to heal it up. You ready? Here's the biggest spoiler I could give you about Avengers Endgame. You want to know? Okay, here it goes. And... Ha! Ha! That's I, there's well, no better yeah, way to be a heel. There's yeah, no yeah, better yeah, way to yeah. Be you know, heel. you didn't tell me because I'm gonna go see it tonight, right, and, and, and I'm in the room. You, hey, oh my I, gosh, I'm healing it up, buddy. That's my ah. job over here. It is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Uh, and we, <laughs> it's, so it's ruined for he's, me. He's so <laughs> there's one thing you guys know about Dave yeah. that he never sees movies. So because everybody's in my defense, I didn't think he was ever yeah, going to yeah. see this. Really, yeah, this yeah. was for you jerks. Yeah. But uh, in any event, uh, thank you for tuning into this week's episode, episode ninety-seven. We got. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened this week in wrestling. Uh, we are going to take a look at your emails, and we got an interview Woo. with MMA special referee. I mean, he's been doing it forever. He's he's the top of the pile, the cream of the crop, the cream of the crop. Always raised the top. Oh yeah, uh, Big John McCarthy. He's probably the most recognizable face in MMA. Let's get it on! That's right. And he uh, is working for Bellator now as a color commentator and an analyst. And he uh, they got Bellator 220 coming up. We talked a little bit about that. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about that. We talked about like Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, uh, judging. Uh, we even talked about CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. So uh, you're going to want to listen to that. So that'll be a little later on the show. Make sure you're uh, yeah, hanging around. I, I, yeah. What he said was. Uh, yeah. Just stick around. That's yeah. the key. But first of all, got to get some business out of the way. Uh, as of always, you can find us at FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, ESPR, right there. Click it, takes you to our most recent episode from our SoundCloud, which is where you can find most of our episodes on SoundCloud. Uh, you can also find us on most of your re- major podcasting apps. Just go on to any of them and search ESPR Wrestling. Boom, we should come right up. Subscribe, please. Five-star rating and a review. It helps us greatly when you do that. It's a big, big help because, seriously, you can give us a rating – or you can give us a review, and that doesn't do anything. We appreciate it, but it doesn't do anything. We need the rating and the review to move up uh, on the charts there and get in front of more eyes. So if you could do that, we would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, share, share, share. There's also lots of ways you can share us because we're on lots of different social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99. And we're also uh, you can email us at ESPR at FM99.com. That's how we like to really talk to you guys and and uh, get get into what you're thinking and yeah, yeah. Sometimes some, your complaints and gripes. Yeah, which, by the way, I want to give a shout. There's some new faces that we've seen, like in commenting and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate that. When we post some stuff, uh, 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 keep it up. Um, we love we love the interaction. Uh, we got, got some great emails as well this week. Was uh, was some interesting thoughts. And actually, I appreciate one that just came in from Jeffrey, bringing up something that, that we talked about last week, which I do want to mention when we get in the emails. Okay. Um, All right. Fantastic. Which is which, Jeffrey? I appreciate you mentioning that in the email. Fantastic. But let's let's go ahead. We're gonna do things a little differently this week. We're gonna kind of tackle the news and what happened this week on Raw and SmackDown and everything, uh, all at once. Just because you know we're post WrestleMania, we're not quite to uh, Money in the Bank yet. It's the hangover. So we got a little time to kill. Yeah, it's kind of the WrestleMania <laughs> hangover. So we're gonna take a lot, tackle all that right now. But it starts with the news. Don't talk so. No. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, news. Looking here at uh, not a bunch of news out there at the moment. Uh, Ronda Rousey announced via her YouTube show earlier this week that she underwent surgery to repair her broken uh, knuckle that she suffered during the WrestleMania main event. Uh, They had to put two pins in her right hand as a result. So, yeah, fairly substantial uh, break in that. There is a great video that she put on her uh, YouTube channel about the whole WrestleMania thing. 
Uh, it, it, there's two takeaways from that. One is right after the match, somebody wanted to interview her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, there's the match is over. There's nothing to promote." And then the second you see her getting X-rayed, yeah, you know, but they don't they don't specify you know what the injury was. We knew it was the hand, right? Um, yeah. but uh, but you can see her getting that and that she was in pain. Yeah, and um, she I, she didn't directly say anything about whether she's coming back or not to WWE. She said, you know, they're gonna have a family. They want to work on that. She obviously signed through 2020. She said basically she left the door open. Either way, she might come back. That all kind of depends on if they have their family and how that goes. You know, if it, she, she, it's entirely possible she could have the baby and decide, man, this is all I want to do for the rest of my life. Or she could have the baby and say, Jesus, get me out of this house. You know, <laughs> it, it just depends. So uh, we'll see what happens with her, and hopefully she'll be back. Uh, but either way, you know, she girl done good. That's how that goes. Uh, I found something here that I thought was interesting. Uh, former WWE writer uh, Matt McCarthy, not to be confused with Big John McCarthy, who we'll be talking to later, uh, did a um, an interview recently on a podcast called uh, We Watch Wrestling. Okay. Um, and he talked about how uh, Vince McMahon apparently, back when AJ Lee was still with the company, would not let anybody call her crazy. Can't do that. That's a no-no. Calling people crazy is not acceptable. Really? Yeah, she can't say that, even though she was acting like a crazy person. She was playing the crazy ex-girlfriend role. Yeah, yeah, with with Dolph and then... uh, But if you go back and watch the clips, they would call her unstable or unbalanced or something like that. They wouldn't call her crazy. Well, they have, and I've seen this before, the list of like banned words by the WWE. Um, Some of them are uh, belt... Although yep. that's changed with with Becky Lynch now, mm-hmm. uh, feud, strap, kill, hate, stupid, hell, ass, which you know, Mister Ass broken every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> violence, uh, fake, unless you're Ronda, uh, revenge, uh-huh. number one contender, uh, in the back, national television, DQ spots. Really, they can't say gross. number one contender anymore. That's that seems silly. I feel like I've heard that recently. But but how does it like? Because you next in line for a championship, a challenger. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah, get that, yeah. but I mean, like, I feel like next number one contender has been used more recently because I feel like we've heard like, I guess they say things like, well, you know, have a, a fatal four way to determine who's going to challenge for the blah blah blah. But I feel like I've heard number one. Somebody find me the last time they said number one contender on WWE programming, please. All all you nerds out there with your computers, just look it up for me. See if you can find it. Because you think with like Money in the Bank, it's like, but. It's I can see don't see number one contender. I I don't know. Yeah. Um. So really, not a lot of news happening. Uh. Tom Caster, NXT referee, broke his leg at a live show, which is a bummer. Which yeah. Is a bummer. Yeah. Finish the I, match though. How do you break your <laughs> leg when you're the referee. I mean, I know it can happen. It's just you don't think of it. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, how the hell did you do that, man? Yeah. It's you know, oh, I twisted my ankle. You were standing there. You know. Yeah. So I I'm sure he was doing something, moving quickly, just wrong placement of his leg or something like that. Or heck, he couldn't even do a spot with a bump or something like that and ended up hurting himself. But either way, it sucks. Hope he gets better. Uh, Dean Malenko. Uh, I don't know what's going on backstage. But apparently, he quit. The I, WWE. They seem to be backstage. I'm not sure if this is voluntary or if this is them cleaning house or if yeah. it just happens to be timing. As far as like these guys all kind of moving on at the same time. I don't know. And for the love of God, every time somebody leaves WWE, can we stop seeing a million posts that say AEW? Bounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they're just you know they're done or just want to take a break. I also or... saw something the other day that said the top two promoters in wrestling, and it had a picture of Vince McMahon and Cody Rhodes. Stop it, okay? <laughs> Cody has produced one successful show yeah. so far. Yes, Double or Nothing will will most likely be a huge success as well. But here's the thing: let's get past 
um, double or nothing. Let's let him actually start doing stuff on a regular basis yeah. and then start looking at him as a promoter. Oh, not, they're, they're going to put him out of business. Yeah. I mean, not to mention the fact, like, and I hate yeah. to be a jerk about this, but you do realize that Cody's not the only one doing this, right? This is Cody and the Young Bucks and um, uh, the Khan family. And, you know, it's, like, it's, not, they're not, it's not exclusively Cody doing all of this. I'm going to be that guy for a second. Ah, Triple H versus Batista again. I can't believe we're getting that match again. I don't want to see that. Ooh, Cody's going to fight Dustin. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I'd, like to, <laughs> I'd, like to point, I'd like to point this out because um, – No offense. No, I, mean, I love Dustin. Yeah, I love him too. But here's the thing. Nobody – and go ahead and lie to me out there. Nobody has ever given a crap about Goldust when he wasn't Goldust. Anytime he played Dustin – or Black Rain, or any other awful gimmicks he had. Nobody gave a crap about him. Early, early, early in his career, before he became Gold Dust, he was kind of a white meat baby face, yeah, you know, yeah. and he was okay. But he, he did not get really over until he became Gold Dust, and nobody's cared about anything since he became Gold Dust. Yeah, and that Gold Dust character, by the way, to me, like if you were to say, like, you know, I have a list of top characters that you never thought would work, kind of like, oh, yeah, like, 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 right near the top, like The Undertaker, or yeah. like a silly. Yeah, easily, you know, top five amazing things that that a guy has done with a character mm-hmm. throughout his career. Easily, easily. Um, but, which actually kind of leads me to my next thing, uh, where we talk about a character that people, you know, wouldn't think would work. Uh, Bray Wyatt. We saw the videos of him, oh my, in, yeah, uh, Bray's Bray's Funhouse or whatever it is now. Bray is that what it called? Bray's uh, Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. By the way, he's looking good. Yeah, yeah, he looks great. It looks like he trimmed down some. He's, he's still huge <laughs> up top, arms and shoulders and whatnot. He's got to get ready but, for a baby. He's got to have those arms ready to hold the baby. But he, man, he's <laughs> he's he's looking good. I, and I like it. It's weird, but this is almost a 180 from what he was doing before as far as, like, this is happy, over-the-top, Mr. Rogers. Like, yeah. But with the sinister yeah. still mixed in. Yeah. Which it, I like. Yeah, because he, oh, where's it, when he put the gloves on his hands, or, uh-huh. you, you know, they had him out. Ones uh, that uh, heal and ones that hurt. Yeah. yeah. I kind of dig this. Now, here's the thing. I can already see him wrestling in khakis and a red sweater, and I don't love that idea, but I'm willing to let it go because Bray's character is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Corbin. Bray's oh. character. Yeah. Bray's character. It would make sense for him to be in that, whereas Corbin's character does not make any difference. Uh, the feedback, by the way, on our Facebook page for that video, uh, one guy said, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's different, though. Another one says, uh, well, instead of following up next week, they try a completely different show and Bray character. Like every week, it's just something different because, you know, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, okay, Tom, who new to the page, I doubt WWE knows what is good about this, and I expect him to screw it up. So Now, that's very true. <laughs> There's the, here's the thing. I'm looking at it and seeing good things. Yeah. Like, there's things about it I like. Does WWE recognize those things, or are they looking at it from another aspect? It's entirely possible they like it for different reasons. Well, have they gotten better at recognizing certain things? I don't I, think so. I, I mean, because, okay, Becky Lynch, obviously, they recognized. But last year, Rusev Day, uh, you know, some other things. Maybe Rusev Day may not have been huge, but we felt like they sucked all that momentum out. You know, Yeah, but English they did everything good. They sucked all the momentum out of Becky, too. Yeah, they tried. And That's they damn right. near tried with Kofi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. They're still really bad. They're still pushing these things in the wrong way. Like, they, it's still – they don't seem to grasp what works about these things. They just know they work. Yeah. They, yeah. they have, I would say, fixed Becky because not like she was I – mean, To a degree. They, but, I, I got to be honest but, but with you. But the attitude is better with her. Like, I'll, I'll take on anybody or whatever else, but then, oh, pure Charlotte again. Yeah, I mean, she's okay, but I don't feel like they're doing – oh, my God. That <laughs> yeah, Charlotte <laughs> is the number one contender. Suck it. Um, no, no, she's first in line. No, no, she's number one contender. Um <laughs> For the SmackDown Women's Championship. So it's looking like Becky might be pulling double duty at Money yeah, in the I Bank. Yeah, I think that's confirmed. Yeah. Right? Oh, is it? Okay. So she's going to wrestle. Um, Lacey Evans. 
Lacey Evans, and then Charlotte, <laughs> which actually, we don't know the order of the matches. No. I'd be willing to bet you she wrestles Charlotte first, and I'd be willing to bet you Lacey Evans takes advantage and beats Becky for the Raw Women's Championship. That'd be interesting. Now they go the other direction. Lacey Evans lays out Becky, and then Charlotte takes advantage with the yeah. SmackDown Championship. But I think that's an easy way to get the title on Lacey, but I think it's too early for her. But it's I, not like they've I, never I done that so. before. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cause, also, cause you're gonna give her a different damn finisher. Than the punch? Oh, my God. No. I... The only time I've bought that as a finisher is when Big Show did it. And even yeah. then, it's stupid because at any point in the match, you can just punch the dude and match is over. Yeah. Not to mention the fact, hold on, let's be clear here, closed fists are supposed to be illegal. Supposed to be. So how is it your finisher you're going to do right in front of the ref? It's one thing. If she was using the right hand as a finisher and she was doing this like old school William Regal, like, you know, she's got kind of the big hair. Yeah. She's hiding something in the big hair that she pulls out and hits him with. That's one other story. And I'd like that. I'd be into that. But no, it's just a punch. But that's logic, Sean. You can't have logic. Because even, even Carrie Von Eric, the Texas Tornado, had the discus punch throw. Was a yeah, but he punch. was like, you know, he was big as a damn barn. I mean, he was a big <laughs> muscular dude. That made some sense. You know, but back then we accepted a lot of other things as finishers, too. I have one other story, and I don't know how you feel about this. Well, I mean, this is all just tying into what happened this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but this is a big story from this week, too. Uh, Joey Ryan, uh, apparently WWE is interested in signing him from Lucha Underground because no, he's been released. No, 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 For multiple reasons. One, I don't even think he's that good. I think he's, he's a good performer. I don't think he's a great wrestler. But here's the thing. His shtick doesn't work in WWE. Not now, no. So they'd have to completely change him. Yeah. So then what's left? He's more substance than... It, you know, that's no, all he, the, no, no, no. He's, he's, he's more. He's more. You're trying to say like he's more sizzle than steak. Yeah, like he's there is not much substance past no, his no. gimmick. It's, yeah, um, and his character <laughs> works in places like in 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 Impact, in Lucha Underground, in uh, maybe even AEW, depending on what they do. His character works for stuff like that. It would not work in WWE. So I think that would be a waste on WWE's part, and I think it would be a waste on Joey Ryan's part. Yeah. Um, well, when we wasting him, he'd probably get a nice paycheck. <laughs> he might get a nice paycheck, but he's going to waste time when he's, I mean, he's still pretty hot at the moment. He's not the hottest. He was hotter like a year ago, but he's still pretty hot. This would be a good time for him to make the jump anywhere else and make hay while the sun shines before he goes to WWE and they completely change his gimmick and, you know what I mean, cool it off. Well, well, how, how and much? no, that's not why they want to hire him. No, but but how long can you can you ride this gimmick out of the power? He's been doing penis. it longer than I yeah. thought already. Because he started doing it way back when he was in Impact. What, what did, but did they, did they kill him and then he came back Lucha to life? Underground or something like yeah, that? Or something yeah. they, and then at the all-in pay-per-view, he came back with like, inflatable penises or whatever it was. Dude, uh, yeah, inflatable. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> well, on that note. I would like to say that Joey Ryan wrestled Priscilla Kelly, the girl that did the tampon spot, oh, that got all that fanfare. Yeah. Um, fairly funny, actually. She was there with other women, and they were holding him. And this is a while back, but... The other girls had him, his arms behind his back, and Priscilla Kelly put a um, waxing strip on his chest oh. and ripped the hair off. <laughs> it was actually a pretty amazing. Like I laughed really hard when I watched that. I, I, um, side been, note: I'm in love with Priscilla Kelly, but I, I, I've been waxed before. That hurts like a son of a gun. So yeah, I bet. I, I, I bet. Oh my gosh. So, in any event, things we do for real. Um, other things that happened this week. Uh, I'm not excited about seeing Roman Reigns feud with Shane McMahon and Elias. I'll tell you that. Well, I, you know what? It, it solidifies Shane as the heel. I mean, I'll, I'll admit Shane I, was already a heel. I, I, let's be honest. Fighting Roman does not make you a heel. No. Let's no. be well, clear. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I did fast forward through that segment. Yeah. Um, of course you did. Is that <laughs> Elias, Roman Reigns, and Shane McMahon? Okay. Okay. The movements of the shows. Um, Okay, so Rick, so uh, Ricochet. We talked about the shakeup last week and the, yeah, where everybody went. But, but here's the thing: more of the shakeup part two. 
because they're just going to keep doing it, I guess, without telling us any real reasons. So Cesaro's in Raw. Why the hell can't they just say things like, oh, uh, like little things from the commentators, like, oh, well, uh, uh, Stephanie McMahon made a trade with Shane to get so-and-so yeah, on this yeah. show to explain why somebody moved rather than just, we just moved them. It, well, because to me, it would have made sense because uh, you know, Adrade beat Finn Balor last week and says, hey, we want to get Adrade back on SmackDown out of Finn Balor's here because he, he wants, because he, he beat the champion. That's 100% what I'd but say. that's not what they said. And then, no, they didn't say anything. They just said they moved him back. Yeah. Just, just, shake up continues. No, that's stupid. The real reason behind that, and I know there's been a rumor flying around about Charlotte. It's not what it is. He was moved over there because Fox is getting SmackDown come October, and Fox wants to appeal to their their Hispanic demographic. They lost Rey Mysterio, and they lost Andrade, and they urged urged WWE to reconsider that. I mean, they paid a lot of money for SmackDown. So pretty much what Fox wants them to do, they're going to do. So they moved Andrade back. Now they moved Andrade back, and as a result, they also uh, moved Vega which means they also moved Alistair Black um, because uh, Black and Vega are married. And, you know, they... they I give them credit for keeping the couples together. They, do this they do say they try when they're married and, specifically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so, I mean, they kept them together. And actually, I'm okay with this because I feel like Ricochet and Alistair Black had run their course as a team on the main roster because we didn't really have a huge attachment to them. They were just really good. So this gives them a chance to establish them both as singles guys. And they're both great singles guys. Oh, what a way to establish Ricochet and you're going to ah, fight. He lost. He'll uh, Repackaged uh, yeah. Bobby or Robert or whatever the hell it is. That's all right. Yeah. They'll have a feud. Ricochet will do some amazing things. Hopefully that'll, that'll, that'll help them out a little bit. Like they, they really, the biggest problem they have on the main roster at this moment is they don't give characters time to flesh out. Oh. We, we just have matches and we're supposed to care. And that's not the thing. We need, we need a reason to care about Ricochet outside of the, the crazy flips. Don't get me wrong. He's great and he's entertaining. Yeah. But like, how well did that work for Kalisto? Because they can't cut promos. Who? The, well, Kalisto. And, and, but Kalisto he, got better. Uh, yeah, over time. But Ricochet, not a great promo either. When Ricochet's he first pretty out. good now. He actually, I mean, I know you didn't watch NXT every week, but he became one of the better promos on the show. He's He's been given a lot of time on, they specifically made him talk on NXT to get him better at talking. And he became a pretty good promo. I'm not saying he's he's not Miz and he's, you know, or anybody like that, but he can go out there and cut good promos now. Yeah, Adrati's improved as well. But, Selena, but that's why Selena you have Vega work. and yeah, stuff well, like that for that, for so that you know what I mean? Uh, but Ricochet can go out there and cut a decent promo, and Black's great. They gave Black a little time to establish his character. Yeah, and he's done the vignette and stuff. And that was good. Like, I actually know don't me. know if he's riding the heel or babyface line at the moment, and I'm okay with that because NXT he kind of rode the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was he was technically like him, but you could boo him. Technically a good guy, but he, he we could be vicious. You know what I mean? And just, I like that. Just if he's he just save him for Roman for later. We don't don't burn this off now oh because God, I please. could see I could see that building up to that. No. Uh, the Viking experience are now um, the Viking Raiders or the, the, the yeah Viking they changed it to the Viking the Ra- Raiders. But, but they're the finishing movies. The Viking experience. Which I'm fine with that. I don't care about that. Give the name is fine for the name or for the move. I know I know we're bouncing back and forth here, but um, okay. Uh, uh, one thing I, you don't talk about people cutting things, making them care. Bailey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, losing to Charlotte, but is is this just? I like this Bailey. Is this a Bailey that's eventually going to turn heel, or is just a Bailey just going to talk and not take any crap anymore and stop being a hugger? Oh yeah, because she mentioned that last week. I'm done hugging. I did all my hugging on Raw. When the eventual return of Sasha, are they going to feud? If Ch- who knows where Sasha? Yeah, but here's is, the but. thing. I don't even care if they feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I would prefer they don't. Bailey, I'm hoping they give her a little more of an edge. Just yeah. Yeah, uh, at this, I, she doesn't need to have a huge edge. I don't need her to become, you know, a vicious person all of a sudden. But just she needs more of a competitive edge, less of a bubbly character. Yeah, 
And but, which I like that problem on uh, she cut on Tuesday. Also, can we can we please 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 please? And I understand there's rumors about it, but if it doesn't turn out to be the case, I'm gonna be upset because can we please do something with Nikki Cross? Like I understand there's rumors circulating she's gonna end up with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but there's been rumors circulating about stuff like that before, and here she sits doing nothing. Uh, yeah. Really doesn't I don't understand no at all because she's incredibly talented and she has the ability to win over the crowd. Speaking of doing nothing, Mojo Raleigh, like cut these yeah. promos. <laughs> well, what kills me is you've got Mojo Raleigh. She's cutting promos on her Instagram. Yeah, if you follow her, and the promos she's cutting on her Instagram are not the same, but have a similar vibe to them to the ones Mojo Raleigh's trying to cut. And I can tell you which one's better at it right now. It's Nikki Cross. Yeah. But yeah, what the hell is Mojo doing? <laughs> like the first few had me interested. Yeah. But now I'm like, are we you forgot. doing anything, or is this just it's a gone, thing? Gone the way of EC3 and whoever else. Oh my God, that's another. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> which, which, by the way, and one more thing on the new day. Uh, which, by the way, I, I loved that. Uh, this is two weeks ago, but Xavier Woods giving uh, Tyler Breeze a shout out. But uh, Kevin Owens, too mm-hmm. soon, too soon. I I think you could have dragged it out longer, but I think their uh, SmackDown side is hurting for big heels. Um, so I think that they needed to pull the trigger. Yeah, on that. and you got to build up to money in the bank. Uh, some comments on Facebook. Uh, one guy says, "No, not too soon." Uh, Kale's a natural heel. Uh, yeah, but he was a good baby face. A couple people like, "Hey, we knew this was coming." Yeah, and, but you know, it's just uh, it makes a heel turn. You know, but just the impact of it was the timing of it. You know, was it right. too soon on that. Uh, but I, I loved him as a face. I, he was entertaining. I, I love the KO mm-hmm. show, and uh, anytime there's going to be a fight, it's like, okay, I'm going to step aside if you guys beat the crap out of each other. I thought he was. I thought he had real potential as a face, but you know that's over, and we're moving on. Yeah, I guess we're not waiting for Big E to come back. So, but you got to set money in the bank. Yeah, so. no, I agree. I yeah. agree, and I think that's part of the problem. You know, we're just out of heels on that side. Yeah. So, in any event, so that's kind of what happened this week, and the and the the news and whatnot. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and give you. Our interview with Bellator analyst and color commentator and referee extraordinaire, as everybody knows him specifically, Big John McCarthy. That's coming up, so stick around. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. All right, so now we have on the phone with us Big John McCarthy, you may recognize that name because uh, if you've watched pretty much any MMA over the last God knows how many years, he's been the guy there making sure that people don't kill each other. Kind of looking like he maybe he could kill everybody in the ring, too. He's a big dude. But Big John McCarthy, one of the most recognizable faces in MMA, thank you so much for joining us, man. Hey, thank you for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. It's a blast to have you on, man. I've been watching MMA for a very long time, and <laughs> even before I really recognized fighters, I knew who you were. <laughs> Well, thank you for watching the sport. You know, that's that's what it's all about, and that's what I always hope that people enjoy it and get to watch it and understand it. So thank you for being one of those guys, man. Oh, absolutely, man. I, it, it's, it's a sport that I think goes underappreciated sometimes because people want to refer to it as barbaric or overly violent. And I think they miss a certain element of this 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 technical proficiency and the, the science and, and really all the work that goes into these guys being as good as they are. And it's not about that. It's about just it's it's about the competition of it. And I, I I can't get enough of it, man. I love it to death. And I'm really excited about Bellator 220 because I know that's what you're here to talk to us about today. Because we got Rory McDonald, which is a guy I've seen fight numerous times in all out wars, taking on John Fitch. And that should be an amazing fight. And they're fighting for the welterweight title, right? Absolutely. It's they're part of the welterweight tournament that's in Bellator. 
And every time that the champion fights, that title is on the line. And so this is the first fight for Rory McDonald in the tournament. But he is putting his title on the line, and John Fitch has a chance to walk out as the welterweight champion. And so if John Fitch won and he moved forward into the, into the, the, the welterweight World Grand Prix, he would then have to defend that title at the next fight, right? Yeah, in fact, you know, this fight is happening here on, what, what April 27th. Right, April 27th, the at the time, SAP the, Center, by the, the way. Next time that, yeah, the next time that title is up for grabs is going to be June 14th in New York against Neiman Gracie, since he has already won his side of the bracket. Neiman knows that his next fight is a championship fight. The only thing he doesn't know is who is he going to face. Is it going to be Roy <sighs> McDonald, the current champion, or John Fitch? That's a relatively short turnaround, too. You're getting just over like a month, maybe a month and a half for uh, to prepare for another title fight. Like, that's – that, man. And, again, that goes back to the competition here and the work these guys have to put in. Something I, I – and I, you made the jump to uh, Bellator a while back, and I think that was really a solidifying thing for a lot of people because I think Bellator was looked at originally as, oh, it's this offshoot, it's this, it's this new idea, but is it really going to go anywhere? And now it's grown into this huge company that's putting on these massive fights and these really entertaining things. And one of the things about it that's so interesting is it's almost got like a pro wrestling element to it with like the entrances and some of the grandiose they do. And I mean, even this tournament technically, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, everything is a part of, you know, Bellator is working all the time to try to make the actual show for the person that puts their money down, comes to the arena and has a seat. They want that show to be an experience for that fan. And that's what it's all about is, look, at fighting is exciting, and it's exciting to watch on TV. But when you're there and you're part of that crowd and you feel the energy and then you can have the added element of having really cool walkouts and having things where, you know, guys are being emphasized for certain aspects of their fight game, that just, you know, adds to that experience. And that's what it's all about is having the fans have an experience that makes them feel good about buying that ticket, coming to the fights, and wanting to do it again. Right, by the way, and since you brought up uh, if you had being there in the building is a whole other experience, uh, limited tickets are still available at Threat Metrics Ticket Office at the SAP Center at San Jose, as well as Ticketmaster.com and Bellator.com. Got to get that out there because I want people to go see this. This is going to be a great show. Um, this World Grand Prix thing, another thing that I noticed about it is you guys have the eventual winner of this thing is going to get more than just a title. <laughs> They're getting money. What is it, $1 million, I believe, from 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah, well, they are. You know, they get paid. They have their contract that they have with Bellator, and they get paid their contracted rate that they have agreed to, depending upon how many fights are on their contract. But they're getting paid for every fight. But if you win that title at the end, because, again, that title will be up for grabs in the finale, and if you either, you know, hold on to that title, being the champion that walked in with it, or you get that title, being the guy that takes it, you also get $1 million in cash for that fight on top of your already negotiated purse. Nice. How did 50 Cent get involved in that? Like, that's crazy to me. But that's, an, <laughs> that's another one of those things. It almost, fe it almost feels like a big, like a huge wrestling angle. You know what I mean? You know what? You, know, you, you meet a, there's a lot of guys that come out. You know, we had Chris Pratt. You know, walked out with oh. one of our fighters at the start of the year in January. He walked down the uh, the aisle and the ramp with him to the cage and was actually in his corner. We get a lot of guys that are you know involved in aspects of the entertainment world or something, wanting to be part of the fight world, and it, it's just something about 
you know, fighters want to be actors and actors want to be fighters. I yeah. don't know, but you know, they, they do, uh, they do bring something to it. And 50 cent has been great with Bellator. He's a great guy. He is, he's very humble. He's very likable. He comes in and he talks to everyone and he just wants to be part of the fight world and he's loving what he's doing. And we appreciate having him. Hey, uh, John, I know you made the transition from being a referee to a commentator. Now when you're watching these matches, and you talk, you know, are you seeing like things going on that like you would think like, oh, the ref should be doing this or that? How hard is it to kind of sit back and watch that, or do you feel free that you can be critical while you're watching a fight? You know what? It, it, it there are times that you sit there and you think, oh, he should do this, and it's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his job to do, and my job is to commentate. And uh, you know, there's times that you know they'll have to make decisions, and if they're not making the right decision based upon they've stopped the fight or done something, I'm going to put that out there because that's what's right for the fans. And it's it's important that you know I'm open and honest about. If a referee does something right, you're going to hear me say, hey, he did that absolutely right. And there's going to be times when fans don't like what he does, but it is the right thing, and they don't understand why he has to do what he's doing. And I want to make sure that they understand that. But if, if they're doing something wrong and, and it is absolutely wrong, you'll hear me say, hey, you know, no, that's a mistake right there. This is what he should have done, and this is why. And that's all for the benefit of the fans understanding the sport better i mean the referees play a vital role in this i mean they literally are are the difference sometimes between these guys just getting knocked out and getting killed um they they have to know what they're doing you run your own uh, uh facility up you've got an mma program in california where you uh you uh, let's see it's refereeing and judging courses that you do for mma and it's called command dude i think that's such a cool idea because i've said for the longest time there's got to be some kind of schooling for the refereeing and especially the judging. Because how many times have we seen fights go go the wrong way, really, in a lot of people's minds because of the judging? Yeah, you know, and it's so it's uh, I've I've been doing that since about 2007, and it's uh, it's been a very important part of the sport. And you know, you can look at a lot of the top referees that are out there. They came through my course, and I've helped them throughout their careers. And you know, that's important for me to do. And, and I I'm very proud of what they do. When they have a big fight, it makes me feel good. You know what? I know where they started, and I know you know how much work and effort they have put into getting to where they're at, and they've done things the right way, and that always makes me feel good. And you know, judging of MMA is not what people think either. It is so difficult, and it is so hard at times when you'll have a fight that you know the judges actually get it right. And the commentators will sit there and disagree, and say, and it's because of the way the fight went. And the, the guy who ends up losing the fight is actually doing really well at the end, but he lost those first two rounds by right. you know just a little bit. And you can look and say, yeah, he lost him, and then he wins the, the third round, and he's starting to come on right at the right at the end and starting to do damage, but it's not enough for it to be a 10-8. And you look and you go, yeah, the people are going to hate this one, and the judges are going to get raped again because <laughs> they just can't make them happy. You know, I, I wanted to ask you real quick, uh, just you, you've you you know, you work in Bellator, so I'm familiar. I'm sure you're familiar with Bobby Lashley. Uh, Absolutely. He's a guy who made the jump from, I mean, collegiate wrestling to professional wrestling to now MMA. He said recently he wants to go back and do another fight in Bellator. And there's been other names in pro in, in MMA that have jumped to pro wrestling. I mean, Ken Shamrock, uh, Ron, Ron, Ronda Rousey. I mean, tons of names. What do you think about that aspect of it, of them making that jump to wrestling and does it does it hurt their 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 cred as a fighter? Well, it really depends on you know where they come from, and and that's the that's the question because you've had a couple, 
And, you know, the, the guys that have done very well or, or have big names, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar has an amateur wrestling background that solidifies that, look, he has true legitimate skills to compete in MMA. He was an NC2A Division One champion yeah. as a heavyweight competitor from Minnesota. So he is a guy that you look at and you go, okay, he has verifiable skills. Uh, we have, you know, uh, Jack H- Jake Hager, who is, you know, Jack Swagger from the yeah. WWE. He wrestled at Oklahoma. He has verifiable skills. Bobby Lashley has verifiable skills. Then you'll get into guys, and, and I like Phil Brooks, that's CM Punk. He's yeah. a super good guy, but he has no verifiable skills. He right. is an entertainer out of the world of wrestling, and there was nothing in his background that you could look at and say, that's going to make him be able to compete in this sport. You know, And he's trying to learn it, and I, I give him nothing but credit for you know, coming in and putting his ass on the line and putting his, you know, his name down there and stepping in that cage. Look at, I know what it takes, and I am absolutely a supporter of him trying to follow his dream. But there's a difference between those competitors, and that's where you kind of got to wonder where they're going to draw the line. Does the guy have, does the girl have verifiable skills that will make her be possibly successful in the sport, or are they just a name that you're bringing in to get eyeballs on the screen? Right, yeah. It makes a perfect amount of sense, man. Look, we know you have a lot going on today. I want to thank you for stopping by to talk with us about MMA in general and Bellator 220, which happening Saturday, tomorrow, April 27th. It's going to be awesome. Remember, tickets still available at the Threat Metrics Ticket Office at the uh, SAP Center at San Jose, as well as Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster.com, Bellator.com. And plus, if you don't live around there, you can always watch it on DAZN. It's going to stream exclusively right there. Later pay-per-view, get on DAZN and watch it on there. Big John McCarthy, man, thank you so much for joining us today. David, Sean, thank you for having me on, man. You appreciate it. Hey, let's get it on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks, John. Thank you very much, man. No problem, guys. Thank you. So that was our interview with Big John McCarthy. We're going to take a quick little break here, and then we'll be back to dive into some listener mail. So hang out. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like... Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back, and it is now time to open the listener mail. I never really know the sound this song sounds like. <laughs> I'm hoping it's heaven. But in any event, it is time. Dave has it over there. Yeah, a great email from uh, from Jeffrey, by the way. He, Jeffrey, by the way, hats off for getting in before we record the show. Nice, Jeffrey. Because <laughs> usually it's like right after we record, go through all the emails. Uh, skimming through this, uh, he gladly changed the name of the Viking Raiders, uh, the Bray, the Bray Wyatt thing, another example, no matter how bad he looked the book before, if you really got it. Yeah, you know, agreed. It takes an opportunity to turn it around. Uh, wish the big O thing the uh, could have been dragged out a little bit longer. Kevin Owens' yep. turn, yeah. And I will say this. He mentioned this, uh, and I want to bring this up, too. He says, if you all have a chance, check out Luke Harper's match on the Triple Threat NXT UK title match with Tony Storm. Do that. The um, Worlds Collide event on the WWE Network, Yeah, uh, I mentioned this last week, but they've broken it up to, like, three or four episodes. So, so like, like the first one I they did it was like the two hundred five live guys fighting like the uh, the lightweights from uh, the cruiserweights from like the UK brand mm-hmm. uh, and stuff. 
tremendous stuff. So make sure you check those out. But I, but I heard a lot of good things about the Luke Harper match. So that one's up there now. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so thank you, Jeffrey, for uh, for pointing that out. And no, we're not going to something in the water. So. No, not a, no. But no. which for those of you not in the area, something in the water, big music festival that Pharrell is putting on this weekend. Uh, we're not going to go into details on it yeah. too much. Just Google yeah. something in the water. You'll find. Yeah. Uh, Josh Richard, do you think uh, WWE is missing out on the major money grab and huge excitement by not offering a NXT Money in the Bank on the Money in the Bank pay per view weekend? Could you, could you, but just like doing like, you know, like uh, just not having a card before that, maybe having like a ladder match on money for uh, NXT. Or do you think that gimmick should be separate? I I kind of want it to be separate. I don't want them to feel like they're mooching off the main, the main rosters, yeah. ideas, talent, themes, whatever. I want them to feel like their own entity. And they only do that if they don't copy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And he says, after all the buzz, uh, they're Hanson and Row, the War Raiders in NXT. He says, terrible continuity. But uh, <laughs> because, you know, they're showing up, but uh, it, it is pretty bad continuity. Um, but if there's anything we've learned to expect from WWE, it's not continuity. Yeah. Even though they hired continuity writers. Remember that? Remember That's that right. when that yeah. happened? Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, an email from Kevin, by the way. Uh, he appreciates uh, listening to us on uh, TuneIn. So, uh, oh, cool. Kevin, thanks for. Uh, thanks for listening when TuneIn yeah. works. We appreciate, appreciate that. that. In fact, yeah. I don't know where he's from because he gave us his like a. Uh, well, but yeah. appreciate it. Kevin, thanks for yeah. listening. I some I went on it was Kevin or somebody else messaged us the other day to let us know that uh, tune in that is yet again okay yeah yet again skipped a bunch of our episodes it just wasn't uploading and updating and whatnot if you listen on tune in I genuinely don't know why it does that we've we've uh, talked to our our web support they've contacted tune in they've tried to deal with it tune in swears that they're fixing the problem but it just seems to keep happening so I don't know unfortunately so. My best recommendation to you is you can always go to our SoundCloud to find a new episode. It is weekly, so if you get to f- you get to Saturday specifically and you haven't heard from us, or if you haven't seen a new episode pop up, I'd go check the SoundCloud and see if uh, if anything's new up there. So that's my advice. So in any event, uh, we got any more uh, mails or no, was that it? That, that was it. That, that is right, it. Cool. Appreciate it. appreciate the comments on Facebook, the emails as well. Thank you so Absolutely, much. Absolutely, very much. We do greatly, greatly appreciate it. So that's going to do it for episode ninety-seven this week. Man, we are coming up on a hundred. Yeah. Dave, good Lord. Good Man, Lord. What should be around the Money in the Bank? Uh, it's our centennial uh, episode. Yeah. That's, wait, does it mean technically? What's a centennial? Is that just 100 or is it 100 years? That's 100 years. Okay. Well, well then, I don't, it's the 100th anniversary of. Technically speaking, <laughs> depending on what our anniversary is. <laughs> to WWE are, of. Uh, you yeah. know, the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Would, That's right. Would, would be WrestleMania 26. But We'll but. just, we'll, you know, we'll call it ESPR <laughs> 100 or something. In any event, that's it for this week. Uh, make sure you stick around next week. We're going to get into more stuff as we build towards money in the bank. Uh, again, remember, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 and ESPR at FM99.com if you would like to talk with us. Uh, tell us anything. Give us your thoughts, your suggestions, your topics, your comments, whatever tickles your fancies and don't ever make that sound again (laughs) and uh please remember no matter where you listen to us give us a five-star rating and a review we greatly appreciate it until next week remember to eat sleep podcast and repeat 